This is Ketchup Queens with Lauren and Amber. Happy New Year, Ketchup Queens. Wait, are we the Ketchup Queens? <laughs> yes, because remember, we have our Heinzes listening. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Our Heinz heads. <laughs> our Every, Heinz heads. Everything's ahead. Yeah, I like that, actually. Um, welcome to Ketchup Queens. I'm Amber, here with Lauren, and we're ready to catch you up on what happened over the holidays. Uh, by the way, over the holidays, so my family, we do gifts, and, well, okay, that's super unique. <laughs> <laughs> you do what? We do this crazy thing where, I don't know, I'll buy something for another person, mm. And then I will give it to them. And they don't have to pay no. me back for it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so we do this tradition of, that is weird, of doing the from tag from like, um, it's honestly usually like, not I don't want to say negative things from the year, but it'll be a joke like the annoying insurance company you couldn't get a hold of this year. Like it's always like a reference oh, I love that. to something. Yeah. Or like... I guess Logan had, my brother, had this weird encounter with, like, a drug dealer in his neighborhood that left drugs at his place. Crazy story. And so I put, from Mike the meth dealer, hey, I feel like we got off to a bad start. Truce? (laughs) Anyway, all this to say, this year I got a gift from my mom, and I'm looking at the from, and I'm like, mustard kings. (laughs) And I realized oh. it was a play on Ketchup Queens, and I just hope somewhere out there there's two guys in their 30s talking about pop culture named the Mustard Kings. Or maybe they talk yes. about condiments. <laughs> oh, Susan, what a great tag. I love that. So yeah, to all you Ketchup Queens and Mustard Kings, we salute you. <laughs> Consider yourself saluted. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, to start off, I have a um, set the record straight. Okay. Little bit. Um, I think last episode I was talking about Dakota Johnson and that interview that was she was taking a tour of her house and um, in the kitchen she had all these limes. Well, Devin informed me that apparently she is actually mildly allergic to limes doesn't have them in her house the set decorators just put a giant bowl of limes in her kitchen and she was such a good sport about it she just like ran with it for the interview and it made it into the interview (laughs) this is the weirdest factoid hold on how to oh (laughs) for the listener Devin is amber's husband yes Yes. Now, where did Devin get this info? <laughs> I think she was interviewed about the interview. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it came it came up somehow. It came up somehow, and um, while she was being interviewed for something else, maybe someone was like, "I saw that you love limes," and she's like, "Well, actually." Wait. So this person um, has a specific allergy, and a decorator just so happened to like. Like, what are the odds of yeah. that? I don't know. Oh, but my gosh. she doesn't love limes, so all you guys that went out and bought a bunch of limes <laughs> to be like Dakota, how dare you? 
<laughs> yeah, you're actually doing her a disservice. You're dishonoring her. Is that a word? <laughs> you're dishonoring her. Yes. And of course, my mind went to a Fifty Shades of Grey three quill, or are there already three? A four quill? These I aren't words. Already three. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like kind of a BDSM thing, like instead of like getting like tickled or. <laughs> I know a lot about BDSM or like, you know, like having the, what is the thing, the ball and gag? Like the bit or whatever? Okay, we know a lot about this. She's like, has a lime in her mouth and the guy is like squirting a lime on her and he's like, I know this will like give you a rash, but like, just like, don't think about that. Don't think about that right now. It's it's waiting for the rash to arise. That Stop. is arousing. <laughs> waiting for the rash. <laughs> the suspense. The suspense of if you need suspense. to go to Instacare. It's so sexy. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. I'll drive you there in the middle of the oh, night. Anyway. Well, thanks yeah. for setting the record straight on that. I. What a way Gosh. to kick off the new year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was shocked and dismayed. <laughs> Me pours a bowl So I just wanted everyone out. to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Well, uh, speaking of new year, did you watch the Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson special? I watched um, probably the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, and then I just couldn't take it anymore, and I couldn't watch the rest. Okay, and I was with a group where we just watched some clips of it, so tell me tell me your thoughts. I really only got a few things, but they were bad things. <laughs> well, I mean, you all know my thoughts on Miley <laughs> as a talent, and... Like, for example, she just sets herself up for failure singing a duet with Brandy Carlisle, one of the most talented, you know, artists of the gener- her generation, and then comparing herself to Miley. Like, there's Wait, just no comparison. Is, I'm so shocked. I was thinking of you, like, the whole time I was watching it, and I was like, surely this will, like... No. You don't like her voice? I'm so shocked. I I love it. I think she's so talented. I thought the duet sounded good. I thought we were referring to the very scripted banter between her and Pete. But I respect your... Oh, yeah. That's a whole other other thing. That's a whole other thing. I mean... It's okay. I guess I just shouldn't... I shouldn't beat this... What's the the term? Beat this horse? (laughs) That's mean. A dead horse. No, don't beat the horse. Never beat a horse. Um, But I I, I just shouldn't continue on this topic. So yeah, let's talk about Miley and Pete's weird scripted banter. (laughs) The thing where they're like, we don't do drugs. We just stay home. What's this in my joint? It's kale. Like what? Did he say kale? He said kale, I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. I was like, I honestly think I was like, looking at my phone when it like got heavy into that dialogue because I was so I was like who is the demographic for this it feels like a boomer wrote it trying to aim it t- would they be aiming it towards Gen Z something felt weird like acknowledging that they are partiers but trying to make maybe like families at home feel safe but like also letting Gen Z and millennials know like oh we know that they're partiers 
I right. And it went on for a long it time. It dragged. <laughs> like their banter on it Jimmy Fallon was natural. Time. It was sure. them interacting as friends. This was like reading a teleprompter. Oh, I don't. I know it was really bad. And then they had the they had the other performers in on it too. Ooh. Like, um, who was it? 24K Gold and... I didn't recognize those two people at all. I, I didn't either. Oh, okay. I didn't either. I just remember from their introduction. Yeah, I'm like, who are these people? I feel like they're... Also, Miami? Miami. I guess New York and LA are taken, <laughs> I guess. By Ryan Seacrest? By Ryan Seacrest and Johnny Carson? No. Oh, he's been dead. I don't know. <laughs> okay, he's been yeah. dead. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. I, the, they. Yeah. I thought it relocated anyway. to Miami. I figured it was like a COVID-ish thing where the people there were like, eh. But maybe, oh. maybe other celebrations were happening. I don't know. Well, because I think... Other channels had different things. Oh like wow! New York obviously has its Times Square thing, which it and they did that wasn't gonna be Miley. They did that. I mean, I didn't watch it, oh. but yeah, they did that. Oh okay. And then L.A. Well, maybe not. Maybe it was relocated, but that sounds dumb. I mean, they did hint at the beginning. They're like, "Well, this week has been, you know, one hell of a week with Omicron." COVID, oh. But I thought they were just. <laughs> I thought they were just referring to, like, making everyone wear a mask that was in the crowd. <laughs> it was such <laughs> a flaw. such a sacrifice. Yeah. Did you see yeah. Miley's nip slip live? Because we did not. I didn't see it live, no. Oh, okay, so it was later in the program. Well, but I feel like I saw the song, so I'm wondering if... I always get confused because I'm Pacific time, mm. and so it's recorded. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So maybe they edited it out for when I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Because I was like, what? Wardrobe malfunction. And I watched the clip on YouTube, and I was like, I thought I saw that song. So I think they edited out the wardrobe malfunction. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, we were trying to understand it with, like, a later clip on YouTube as well. But it's either that or she just, like, honestly really quickly covered herself up. Like, because it, it appeared that she turned great. around and she was already had her hand on her chest, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And she just flung the bra to the side. Oh, she did? <laughs> I think so. And then someone got her She's a blazer like, real working. quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, I don't know that they'll be asking them back in years to come, and I hope they no, don't. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why I like built it so up so much. I think because she was like, I really want this to be yes. a celebration of all the talents, and it, <laughs> it was just like any other New Year's. I felt like it was so her-oriented, so. like covering Jolene, sung by her godmother, yeah. Dolly Parton. I'm like, don't really want to hear Jolene on New Year's Eve, like doesn't really make me feel like partying like and not again yeah Yeah, she's sung it so many times so many times like oh i hope i kiss someone at midnight oh i'm jealous of this woman you're with song (laughs) it's like what different (laughs) vibes (laughs) yeah very different vibes yeah um and the people that i was with that night like 
we kind of had a little debate or like conversation going about like because a couple people said like oh Miley and Pete like they're definitely sleeping together sort of a thing and I kept saying no no it's friend vibes and then I was like you know what I'm getting the vibes that maybe they slept together once and it was one of those things where they looked at each other and went "Eh, better off as friends what are your what are your thoughts that's a good theory I can actually see that a lot that makes a lot of sense (laughs) to me because yeah they just seem very like chill with each other and yeah just buddies like Mm -hmm. i don't sense any sexual tension between them at all okay okay agreed so tim did you see that timothy chalamet made a hoodie amber that's what i wanted to get you for christmas until i saw the price (laughs) do you know the price no it's 250 u.s dollars Stop. Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm getting Amber for Christmas, like a Timothy Chalamet hoodie. Maybe I'll get us matching ones or something. And then it was like in another, because it's like for Afghani refugees. Right. Or right. the money goes towards them. And so it was in that currency. And I keep calculating it and going, there's no way. But there was a way. That is so much money. <laughs> what do you think of the design? I don't love it. I don't love it either. <gasps> I do not love it. And it's like this high-end designer. I, I don't um I don't recognize his name, but apparently he styles Timothy. Oh. And Timothy has a great sense of style. Right, right. And so they're like really good friends and they're like we we we've been working on this collaboration and it's like okay, this is going to be good and then I see the image and I'm like that looks like, you know what it looks like to me is when you take a course on Photoshop and they like do a test with you to like show you the buttons and everything. That's what it looks okay, like. Okay, I've never done that in my life yet. That's the most accurate metaphor I've heard. I don't know how I understand completely it, what you're saying. Yeah. It's just so lackluster. Like I expected so much out of him and then... When I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, what's this? And then, yeah, it just, it doesn't. <laughs> it does doesn't not look though. good. I was just going to get it for the sake of, oh, no. it's Timothy's hoodie. Of course. Yeah, of course. It looks like something that I ends up at a thrift same. store in your hometown and, like, you just like, immediately keep flinging through the shirts where you're like, oh, I'm not, yes. not going to wear that. Or, like, a <laughs> s- yeah. smash burger t-shirt someone got. <laughs> I don't know it was not I was not impressed by that well how was um the French dispatch movie I've been dying to hear with with Timothy yes um it's it's a quick one (laughs) it goes fast there's a lot of fast talkers oh fast movers okay um I don't know. As far as Wes Anderson's go, it's not my favorite. Okay. Yeah, you don't seem in love with it. No. Um, I mean, his segment was honestly, like, one of the worst segments. Because they kind of divided Ugh. it up into uh, sections of the newspaper. And um, mm. they were different articles. And so he was part of a certain article. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Like, I just didn't love it. 
That's okay. But it wasn't it wasn't really his fault. I think I just didn't like that storyline and I just maybe Wes Anderson isn't my cup of tea anymore. Yeah. He, I don't know. Is um is Timothy Okay, so it's kind of segmented. So Timothy's kind of in like what 20 minutes of the film or something or 30 and then that's exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly, because they have they have a ton of names in that movie, like so many people, and yeah, for not a, a, a lot of time. Like, I think the most screen time any single actor got was maybe like thirty minutes, mm. twenty minutes. I don't know. Like, like they really divided the time yeah. between everyone. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like he was one of the. I mean, he was a star, I guess, in Wes Anderson terms, but yeah, it followed a lot of different people, and they didn't connect necessarily because they were separate articles. Uh, I don't really like movies yeah. like that where it doesn't connect. I know. I know. Did it get good we reviews? Want Valentine's Day. Ugh. We want stop. <laughs> we want them stumbling across each other in the bakery. We want. <laughs> You want an accidental shoulder brush. I don't know. <laughs> Folks, she's acting out these scenarios. She did a brush and a look. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about unsegmented movies because a couple of my friends were like, have you seen Love Actually? And I'm like, oh, no, I haven't. And I'm like, isn't that kind of like a holiday film? You know, people watch around the holidays and they both are like, yes, and it's terrible. And I guess okay. none of those connect wow. either. I know. I don't, I don't know if I'll get any um, Love Actually heads calling in to scold me, but I just don't like movies where it's a bunch of scenarios and then they don't mean anything. It's not, not my cuppa. Yeah. I feel like maybe in Love Actually, like maybe the stories, like, you know, the camera will be focusing on one and then someone's in the same store. And oh, that's really? Transition. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I'm trying, it's been a long time since I've watched it. So yeah, I don't think the stories like necessarily connect. At least not in a but, big way. Um, oh, actually, I think they yeah, might have said no. they're at the airport all at the end together or something, but I'm like, but who cares? Yes. That doesn't mean yes. anything. <laughs> well, there's that movie on Netflix with Nina DeBrev, who was in Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. And that comedian from Silicon Valley, I'm sorry, I don't know his name. And it's like a, but I think the movie's called Love Hard. Okay. Anyway, they, because the title, because in it they talk about Die Hard being a Christmas movie and Love Actually. And so they combine those to make it Love Hard. Okay. okay. No, Jimmy O. Yang, the actor. So, yeah, they, they talk about love actually in the movie and they kind of like like they're making fun of it and then uh, they end up in the end it ends up playing a part because they do the cardboard thing where they're like oh oh and and when um you know when they answer the door and it's like on the cardboard it's written i think in love actually it says say it's carolers or uh-huh, something yeah. um in this movie it says say it's the mormons so he's calling over his shoulder, it's the Mormons. And his dad's like, tell them we're not converting or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, my friends also told me that like all the storylines are just basically about cheating and it's not really that romantic. Like the cardboard thing. Right. It's to a girl that's already yeah. taken, right? Yeah, she's married. So what? Yeah. 
what's the fascination with this movie around the holidays? It doesn't sound very like. I don't know. <laughs> it's set in England, and there's lights. Christmas so was lights. the plague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell them that all all the Love Actually fans tell them that. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I my my go-to holiday films are Jingle All the Way. What is that again? With Arn with Arnold Schwarzenegger <gasps> when he's looking for his kid's toy. Okay. And then The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Of course, of course. Classics. Yes. I would say Elf, but I've seen Elf so many times. I need like three years off. <laughs> I've only seen it once. And then I can watch it again. <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like it's playing at every holiday function. It is, but I'm not every watching. Every holiday party. I'm turning away. <laughs> oh, she's not. Not she an leaves the room. No. It's, it's fine. It's, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, no, I didn't get any um, holiday celeb gossip. Oh, actually, I do have one thing. Oh, you thing. do have one thing. Okay. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. For Christmas, he bought his mother a car. Okay? Okay. But Devin and I were talking about this. <laughs> and Lauren, he his net worth is $400 million. And he's just now buying his mom a car. And he makes a huge deal on social media about it. He's like, my mother. Here, like, let, let, me, let me find the post because it is rich. Okay. He, cause, because, of course, he posts about it. Makes a huge deal. Um, let's see. Oh, and everyone should know that I really dislike The Rock. Yeah, everyone should know we hate The Rock. For me, that's my least favorite celebrity. I'm not going to give you that title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, this is the caption. This one felt good. Surprised my mom with a new car for Christmas today. She was shocked. She got a few good ugly cries in. Hate that. <laughs> then, once her grandbabies joined her inside the car, she was overcome with pure joy joy. Hell, even Hobbs, my dog, wanted to peep the whip with his new Christmas chicken. I have no idea what that means. I'm so grateful I can do this kind of stuff for my mom, who's had one hell of a life. I don't take any of it for granted. Neither does she. Lauren? That caption? I just made every face known to man. It's the worst. This one felt good? This one felt good. It's like, what? You... Uh, I don't even know where to begin. I don't either. With Unfortunately, I somehow know that he has bought his mom a house, I'm pretty sure. So, okay, okay. I think that was like a reading a magazine at a nail salon moment like a couple of years ago or something. Okay. I do not well, seek out rock content. <laughs> I feel a little better because I'm like, this is, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think... Part of the reason I dislike him so much is because he posts this kind of stuff, like patting himself on the back and everyone's like, oh, he does so much, you know, community service. And it's like, I bet tons of actors and celebrities do a ton. Oh, yeah. The, like the same, if not more. They're just not bragging about it constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I feel like it's the same as like how you can tell people that have like real money, like tons of money, like don't actually dress as bougie and don't do these public kind of things. It's more like, yeah, behind the scenes, like donating a ton of money to a hospital or library or whatever, but not doing like a plaque or, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Because do you have to post that? Like the car thing? It's like, like his wife, or does he have a wife? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so she would like recorded a video of him like blindfolding the mom and then displaying and <laughs> yeah. ah, like, and that's what he posts with all the pictures of her ugly crying, quote unquote. It's just like I, like, I don't know. I don't know. He is is. Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Oh, okay. You just yeah. No. You looked I, it up. I looked it up. I looked it up because Devin told me that this happened. Oh, okay, okay. I wanted to um, bring up something from you had posted. So Amber has a son named Leo, and mm-hmm. he recently took his first steps, which was just very cute. <laughs> and she posted a video of it, and. I think, did I say something about the outfit, maybe? And then, anyway, we had an Instagram interaction, and you said, I feel like if Drake had a son, this is something he would wear. <laughs> and we have not talked about this <laughs> off air. And you didn't comment back, but I said, oh, get ready for this, Amber. He does. So I feel like, in true catch-up queen style, we need to catch you up on this. I did read that comment, and I thought I responded, but apparently I did not, but <laughs> no, you're good. yes. Okay, so... Oh my gosh. In, um... Who's the baby mama? The baby mama is, like, a random lady, as far as I know. Really? Yeah. So, this... In 2018, Pusha T, the rapper, literally spilled the beans. Like, he said it in a rap before Drake could say it, which we found out later was because... Okay, well, I'll have to read you about why it happened, but so I'll tell you. So, in May 2018, Pusha T raps this song, or raps this line. (laughs) You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat mother... Playing border control. Oh my gosh. And then... It kind of sounds like he's holding a child hostage in the basement, though. You are hiding a child it dies. <laughs> so then the next month, so yeah, this is 2018. Drake raps. Yesterday morning was crazy. I had to come to terms with the fact that it's not a maybe. That shit is in stone, sealed and signed. She not my lover like Billie Jean, but the kid is mine. My mom used to tell me all it takes is one time. And all it took was one time. Shit, we only <laughs> met two times, two times. <laughs> I love the idea of him writing the last stanza and he's like, all it took was one time. Shit, we only met two times. Ah, uh, two times. Just repeats that phrase. Doing that math. All it takes is one time. It was only one time. <laughs> Wow. So, um, I'll tell you the reason why Drake didn't reveal it earlier was because okay. he wanted to get a DNA test. And then he says, this is a direct quote from Drake. 
To be honest with you, I did a DNA test for my son and it came back to us and it said, the DNA test got ruined in transit (laughs) and they couldn't be 100% sure that it was my son or not. I was in a really weird pending situation where I didn't want to go tell the world that 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 it was my son and it wasn't. And I don't know if like, so did you look up his kid? No. Okay. I'm going to right now. It looks nothing like him or the mom. Really? Yeah. And granted, he's obviously doing a DNA test because it's Drake and you're famous and you don't want some random lady saying she had your kid and it wasn't yours. But I wonder if the the kid's looks are part of it because Drake is, I think, um, half black and the baby right. mama has like dark features, dark hair, dark eyes. And the kid is like blonde curls, blue yeah. eyes. That is so weird. I know. But as far as I know, he doesn't have, like, a relationship with the... I mean, I guess they co-parent. I guess, like, the Pusha T-Line border control, like, they're on each side of the border or something. I don't know. So people allege that um, the full name of Drake's son is Adonis Mabed Graham. And so the line, when Drake says... She said, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed, my bed, and my mama, I'm sorry, means he only loves his son and his mom. Oh. So it's like a clever wordplay thing. I only love my bed. Okay, wow. So yeah. And then to this day... Um, he still has beef with Pusha T because he is rightfully so very annoyed that that guy gave the information to the world before Drake was ready to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Rude. (laughs) Super rude. And he made a comment about like, this isn't even about rap beef anymore. Like you seriously crossed a line sort of a thing, which I don't know why Pusha T would feel it's his like prerogative to say that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's like just scrambling for content. (gasps) Like, all right, all right, okay. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? He, like, he's written out, like, okay, talking about, like, hoes. He keeps, like, crossing that out. He's like, I've already done that. He's like, I could talk about how much money I have. Okay, I did that in, like, 20 songs. Right. Right. I could talk about my jewelry. Okay, I did that in 15 songs. What if I just, like, talk about Drake's kid? (laughs) (laughs) Look, let me just get real with the people. The consequences of unprotected <laughs> sex. Yeah, that's what it comes down to is a sex ed thing. My gosh. Okay, well, I'm glad, I mean, I'm glad we got that out in the air. Yeah, I had no idea about that, but. It's like weirdly, so it, it honestly isn't happen. talked about a lot. Like, it's a weird thing where you forget it. Well, I've been thinking about this a lot because, um, you know, I'm always looking at Kim Kardashian stuff, mm-hmm. and um, Kim and Kanye's daughter, North, is, like, really on social media now, and, um, but other celebrities, like Mindy Kaling, she won't, um, like, post photos of her kids on her social mm-hmm. media. Like, if she, if there's a photo of them, it's just, like, the back of their head, so you can't see what they look like. Uh, same with Aaron Paul and Lauren and yeah. his wife's kid. Mm-hmm. They won't post the face. And so it's like, 
I mean, obviously the Kardashians are a high profile family and like their whole life was a TV show. So that's just what they know. Um, but it's, I just wonder like what's best in these scenarios. You know what I mean? Cause like, obviously for people like me, I'm super curious. I want to see a photo, you know, like, especially like this instance, it's like the kid looks nothing like him. Like that's just interesting. Mm -hmm. And you know, my curiosity, I just want to see them. But at the same time, the kids need a chance to like choose the life they want so what's fair to them and what will leak to the press mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's just such a fine line to walk i don't know it just it sounds stressful honestly super stressful and i've seen people comment on aaron and lauren paul's like why aren't you showing her face sort of a thing and every once in a while lauren will respond and be like we just want to, you know, respect, like, her privacy now and even, like, later. Because, it, yeah, it is a weird concept of, like, growing up. Even with, like, a mommy blogger person that's not super famous and just being like, okay, you plastered me everywhere. <laughs> and, like, right. wrote about me and my personality as, like, a kid. Yeah. I know. It's, I mean, because, yeah, social media is, I mean, relatively still so recent. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the long-term implications of this kind of thing i don't know how is north i know there's that like funny instagram about like north north kardashian but that's not her running it right (laughs) running it she's a child i don't know like i saw something where it was like north running into kim's room while she's in bed Uh and she's like i've gone live and kim's like what Uh turn that off or whatever (laughs) And it's like, okay, what account was that on and how'd she get access? Like, is it just on? I guess that's what I'm wondering, yeah. Kim was on a phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they can they have probably multiple, multiple phones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. And then did you see the thing with Mason after that? No. So, Courtney Kardashian's son, Mason, who is more like, I don't know, maybe like a tween-ish age now? I don't know, like 11, Right, 12. okay, yeah. He, Kim Kardashian posted his um text he texted chris jenner i'm pretty sure and he said like hey um i don't think north should go live because i've done that in the past and i regretted it and it's just not a good thing to do and i'm just concerned or something it's it's really interesting it's like this very adult statement from a child that has grown up in this really like weird environment and they just like they're just like yeah mason like and he goes i'm gonna talk to north about it it's really cute it's really cute i think i did read that and i didn't know who mason was oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay like a family friend or something but that's really sweet (laughs) i know it's cute a cousin looking out for her yes yes i don't think north should go live common thing to say as a kid go live wow um uh did you know that machine gun kelly has his own nail polish (laughs) no because i just discovered that he has his own nail polish and harry styles has his own nail polish i didn't know any of this yes lauren and i'm like (laughs) This is so interesting. Like, I wonder if they're trying to brand it, like, gender neutral. Because it's, like, any nail polish, like, just go, like, 
Like, guys can go get nail polish. Like, I wonder how expensive it is. Interesting. I think the... I love that. I didn't look up the prices, but... But, yeah. I was just interested by... It's like, okay. (laughs) I don't know. I mean... I get, like, I love that they wear nail polish, but coming out with their own nail polish line, like, how is that nail polish superior to the <laughs> store, I guess? I know, Amber, that actually reminds me, I was, do you know that thing where, like, Vogue interviews Billie Eilish each year, and then she watches it back to see, like, how she's growing up, sort of a thing? Oh. Yeah, okay. they're pretty interesting, but, like, they asked her this year what project are you most excited about? And she said her fragrance line. And I'm just thinking, what could you, like, you go to a lab a few times, say, yes, I like that smell, and then you approve the branding? That's what she's most excited. She writes music with her brother and performs on stage. That is so cool. That's her. That's her brain, her talent, her voice, her musicality. And she's like, I'm most excited. I'm like, you're just approving a fragrance. There can't be that much to it. I mean, I did. Okay. I'm going to counteract that with one little snippet. Okay. I did watch something. I'm trying to think of what it was. It was a fictional thing. Okay. But anyway, um, it's someone who's making their own scent. Okay. And what's the person called that comes and helps you make it? Parfum, mm. parfum, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. That person comes in, and it's actually like a very, um, kind of like therapeutic experience. Mm. The way that they show she like this certain scent person was like, okay, I want you to think about scents that mean something to you, like maybe something from your childhood. And like in this instance, it was bringing up memories for him and it got really emotional and he was like crying at some parts. And then they like mixed these together. And then like the the scent was like really important to him. So anyway, that was the first time that I watched that happened where I was like, okay, I could see how this could be an emotional experience because scent is linked to memory mm, for a lot mm-hmm, of people. Mm-hmm. And I can see Billy being like tapped into that because I feel like she's pretty empathetic. And so I feel like she could have scents linked to memories or whatever. Okay. And so I can see her being like, like this would be like a really important experience for her and maybe she's discovering something about herself mm. through it. Whoa. Do we have a billy head on our hands? <laughs> <laughs> Do her fans call themselves the eyelashes? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> huh. That's really I good. mean, you can bet you're absolutely running to Ulta to smell this scent after our conversation right now to see what the big deal is. Yeah, Because I, I admittedly have a little role on Ariana Grande perfume, but like, I just like how it smells and, and now she has a makeup line and stuff, but I'm just, I just feel like celebrities, they just put out stuff like that. Like, like a Machine Gun Kelly or a Harry Styles. It's like, well, they just, they know they can brand something and people will buy it. What really is the deal with the nail polish? Right. I do love that it's guys doing that, though. I personally love nail yes. polish on a man and the fluidity of it. Yes, but. that's true. I guess I just don't do my nails very often, so I'm always looking for... If I do, it's like, 
what's the cheapest thing? You right, know, right. Like, I'm not looking for quality. <laughs> what even makes a nail polish quality? I don't know enough about nail stuff. <sighs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> I, don't, I never paint them. So... I'm no expert. Okay, but will uh, you tell me if you get MGK or Harry Styles nail polish? <laughs> I will. I will. I'll FaceTime you and paint it live <laughs> and show you the difference. Okay, this really makes me want to segue into um, Harry Styles. Is that okay? Yes, please. Okay, one of the conversations that led to me and Amber doing this podcast was me sending her a horrific paparazzi photo of Robert Pattinson (laughs) in what I can only describe as BYU student basketball shorts with a girl, (laughs) but it's like a COVID-y photo and they have masks and they have ice cream and like you can't, baseball caps, you can't tell what's going on. And she's like, is that Olivia Wilde? And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Olivia Wilde has been with Harry Styles for like, I think at this point it's coming up on a year. So... Just wanted to make sure you're all caught up with that. So do you know where they met? No. I think I read it somewhere, but I forgot. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. Your brain probably has better things to think about. (laughs) So she directed this, I think it's a thriller type of film called Don't Worry Darling. Okay. Okay. And it also has Florence... How do you say her name? Pugh? Pug? (laughs) How do you say it? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it either. I've never heard it out loud. Like a guess is Florence P. <laughs> like The Bachelor. FP. <laughs> Florence P. So originally the male lead was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Um, he dropped out because of scheduling conflicts. And then Olivia got Harry and she was like gushing about it to the press. Like, oh my gosh, I'm like actually so excited we got Harry. I feel like he'll like really throw himself into the role and he cares about these things and he's so empathetic and but like super gushy. And then like yes. later it turns out that they're like together. And so there's these different timelines. Like, so you have, so Olivia was formerly with Jason Sudeikis from SNL. Mm-hmm. They have kids together. Right. And when I was digging up my timeline on this, I always thought they were married. They were engaged for seven years, never got married. What? I didn't know that. I thought they were married. I know. Which, like, is kind of weird. Like, it's like we talked about with the Vanessa um, Hudgens and the Austin Butler thing. Like, yes. Where this relationship just goes on and on. So, I don't know what that's all about. But, like, okay. So, she gushes about getting hairy. And then in mid-November of... 2020 the news breaks that olivia wilde and jason sudeikis are splitting but then a source told people that it had happened at the beginning of 2020 like they had been totally separated sort of a thing Mm. but then later jason i love when they say this break broke his silence on it oh and it was kind of sad he goes I actually don't have complete clarity on the end of our relationship. And he said that for him, it was November 2020. So it appears that someone's trying to make Olivia look better and not like she just broke up with her, with Jason and was on the set of this movie and like gets with this guy right away. Like they're trying to create this narrative that they had been broken up like a full year or whatever. But I think if Jason, Jason's statement sounds more like a real life thing where he's like, I don't really know what happened. Like... I actually believe that because I feel like in Ted Lasso, which is the show he he's um, doing, he like works through. I feel like he 
his character in that is getting a divorce from the wife. And I feel like he's literally just wrote out his feelings about his split with Olivia. And I think that he like, yeah, is I think he's just like confused. And maybe she was like emotionally detached before and just didn't have the guts to like have the conversation or something. Mm. But oh, that sounds messy. And I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad for him. Oh, <laughs> and you know, the weird thing is Jason just, lo- and I, maybe when you just hear this, you'll think, no, he doesn't, but we'll do some, fo- maybe we can post some stuff on the Instagram. Jason kind of looks like an older Harry Styles. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never drawn that. I, I, I never would either, but like someone said it and I start looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like. The hair, they have a similar facial structure. You don't put the two together. I mean, I think Harry is right. like way more of a heartthrob, but like Jason Sudeikis is good looking and he has charm that makes him yeah. more attractive. Yes. But I just, I would feel so devastated like if it felt like I was getting dumped for like, oh, hey, that guy is like kind of me, but like more musical and like obviously a way bigger star or person right now. Like I would just feel so dumped. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. So then, um, so the kind of everything broke around November, whatever. And then January of 2021, they were photographed holding hands at a wedding. And then ever since then, like they've been like papped. Is that what you call it? Okay. (laughs) It's feeling pap smeary, but I'm pretty sure people use that as a verb. But anyway, there are many photos of them, like, kissing and holding hands and stuff like that. Like, it's very much, like, a public relationship, which, yeah, now is, I think, a a year, over a year old then, right? Yeah. Which is wild, and it's like, I mean, I have no problem with the, like, age gap, but it is, like, pretty interesting. She has these kids, and he's really young and on, like, one of the first bigger, like, single tours of his life, you know, not being in One Direction, so I just mm-hmm. wonder what the goals are there. Like, that doesn't seem like a fling from November 2020 to January 2022. I don't know. He paints her nails with the nail polish. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he proposes. Probably... Amber, what if he painted the Stop. what if he painted the ring finger and then he goes, Oh wait, let, I need to fix something. And she thinks he's going back to dip in the thing of nail polish and he puts a ring on. I thought he was gonna paint Mary <gasps> across the finger. <laughs> three question marks <laughs> and then she's like uh, like looking at it upside down yeah. she's like what oh so that's that okay well i mean i can see them as a good couple artistically mm-hmm. and they're both hot so yeah that's all you need there you go <laughs> like so what what else is he like i mean obviously He's solo and and acting. I feel like he has really random acting roles, though. Like, he was in that um, really intense want war movie. Oh, Dunkirk, yeah. Dunkirk. So it's like, where is he landing these roles? Uh, I don't know, but can we talk about how hot he is in Dunkirk? It's 
He's upsetting. Really <laughs> That's my favorite era of his. I like can barely look at him. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this I is know. so hard. <laughs> well, it's really good lighting, too. Oh. I feel like. <gasps> what? At the, in... Like hiding. <laughs> hiding from bombs is really good lighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hiding from bombs. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like them being on the ship and it's like. The power is going out like, zzz, zzz, and that's the good lighting because I think that's what's happening. Like they're gonna drown. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's yeah. he's taken a few other roles where he like is a lot more prominent in the movie sense because Twitter also is freaking out over some footage that someone got on set of him in like a very old like a constable outfit, like a really old British policeman thing. Oh, Not as hot, okay. gotta say. It's a little dorky. <laughs> But the Don't Worry Darlings, I feel like that, like, I'm like, when is that freaking coming out? Because if they worked on it 2020, I don't know. I know, I guess movie stuff takes a while, but I'm like dying to see it because I want to see him in Florence's chemistry. Mm hmm. Did you know that Demi Lovato shaved their head? Also, they use they, them pronouns, so I'm going to. Yeah. Respect that. Um, (sighs) But. Uh, did you also know that Demi filmed, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they're, they filmed, um, like a show where they talk to aliens. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of No. It? Is it aliens or ghosts? I think it's aliens. And she said one of the aliens <laughs> had trauma or something. Oh, I don't know about that, oh. but I looked on their Instagram and there's a post where <laughs> oh, no. they're like singing a song, like just standing in the room singing the solo. And then there's a little like radio with an antenna sticking up. And I guess it's supposed to be the aliens listening. And after they're done, the aliens go Wee! <laughs> as if to like cheer. And then the people with Demi are like, wow, a standing ovation. And it's like, a standing ovation? It's just noise coming out of this two-way radio? Wait, what? <laughs> like, so like, people are and appeasing her like, and doing an alien noise so she thinks it's real? Or what? Or sorry, so they uh, think it's real? I don't know, like... I don't, don't know. know. I, 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 I can't decide if they really believe in aliens or if it's just... I, I don't know. Like, And she's singing to I them. I mean, it just seems so fake. She's singing... Or they're singing to the aliens. Like a solo. Like showing the aliens. This is what good music is. I, I don't know. I don't know how it came up. But... I just thought that was really weird, and I, yeah, it, it's hard to tell if the show is gimmicky or mm. if they really believe in it, but anyway, uh, I just thought of the show because, yeah, I heard the news that she, or they shaped their head, and um, I I don't know. I guess that was bigger news back in the day when Britney Spears did it. Hmm, that's an interesting it point. It used to be a sign of being unhinged, and now... It's not? That's fascinating. I didn't even think about that. Although Demi has kind of been like doing all sorts of 
interesting stuff the last couple of years, so mm-hmm. it almost feels like a child kind of doing another crazy thing, and you're just like, I'm not going to give you the attention. <laughs> right. I don't know. Interesting. Did Demi, I guess I should clarify, did they do the head shaving, like, as an act, like, filmed or, like, live or something, or you just mean suddenly they were spotted with a shaved head? Or we don't know. I don't know. Oh. I think it was just a pose. Oh, okay. Here's me. shaved now. (laughs) Right. That's more news. (laughs) Somewhere there's two aliens podcasting. And they're like, (laughs) we loved Demi's stuff. We did a standing ovation and went. (laughs) (laughs) You need to listen to the cheer. Okay, okay. Well, maybe maybe we can splice it in here. It's kind of cute. Honestly, kind of cute. <laughs> I hope aliens sound like that. Oh, one more yes. thing. <laughs> Kanye and actress Julia Fox from Uncut Gems were seen together New Year's Eve or New Are Year's Day. Are you serious? Day. Wait, I have to look up yes, right now and remember what she Miami. looks like. Or a restaurant. Who was a she in Uncut in Gems? I'm pretty sure she was the girlfriend. <gasps> but, oh, I remember um, the girlfriend being so hot. Okay. Julia yes, Fox. but I'm not positive. Julia. But yeah, they were spotted at a restaurant. <laughs> and the quote is that they were clearly having a good time. <gasps> <laughs> but I think it was a dinner, just the two of them. So. Okay, yes, this person is so attractive. Born 1990. How old is Kanye? So she's 31. Kanye age. He's 44. Okay, so a fairly significant age gap. I mean, interesting. I mean, I just return again to what are these women, like, thinking? Like, are you pursuing a future yeah. with Kanye West? Or you maybe just having fun? But, like, how fun could it be? He's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Hmm. I know. Yeah, it's very curious, so um, I'll be interested to see if anything comes of that, but... Gosh, yeah. What what did you say? Clearly having a good time, that's so funny. Anyone can say any... You could spot me with... I know. I'm trying to think of someone I wouldn't have a good time with, but I don't know. <laughs> me with LeBron James. No- okay. Nothing in common. <laughs> what were you going to yeah. say? I'm dying. I don't even know. Oh, okay. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining me on this first ep of the year. I, I feel like we did a lot of good catch up. Catch up. I think so, too. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what shenanigans happen in 2022. Yes. Bring it on, Hollywood. 
I mean, maybe, like, I feel like we should make weird predictions or something and just see, like, who's the weirdest couple that could come out or who's the weirdest person that could start acting suddenly. Paris Hilton gets an Academy Award. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> see, that's like a, yeah, that's a good random guess. An Academy Award for best, what? Supporting actor. <laughs> All right, let the record show. Uh, Also, we didn't discuss this beforehand, but I guess we dedicate this episode to Betty White. Oh, Betty. Sad. I'm heartbroken. What a cutie. I know, and did you hear that, like, people had already ran the Centennial cover thing? Because, like, they thought she'd make it to 100, and she didn't. Yeah, it was in stores, and it was on the shelf, and I was like... Oh, Devin, look, they already ran an obit. And he's like, nope, that's the (laughs) centennial celebration issue. What can you do? You can't do much. Betty, I hope you liked this episode. I hope so, too. Love you, Bets. (laughs) Spin-off podcast, all bets are off. We only talk about Betty White. Yeah, we we called it, so. Well, my dear, until next time. Until next time. See you later. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.